this is the totally on-screen podcast where we're going to be talking movies and video games and anything else on-screen that we, and hopefully all of you, find entertaining. Shut up and sit down. Hey, what's going on, everybody? I am the captain here with KC, bringing you the latest and greatest on everything on screen that we enjoy, and hopefully all of you will get some enjoyment too. We are here on Thanksgiving week. Uh, It's been a pretty quiet week, so probably a shorter pod today, but before we get into that, how's it going, Casey? It is going pretty good. Um, Really nice holiday week. Uh, Got a lot of time. Got some time off of work, so I got some time to play some video games. I was able to kind of get through a couple of them that I've been working on and haven't dedicated as much time as I would like to them, so I was able to get through them. I was able to beat Jedi Fallen Order as well as uh, Pokemon Sword, so that was uh, nice. really nice. I was able to get that done both on Wednesday and Thursday night here, so that was nice. pretty good. Yeah, so I think today we'll we'll do the normal format. We split it up into halves, but I think today we're going to talk about video games first. Um, so like Casey said, um, we've kind of had some time off of work um, to play some video games and stuff like that. Um, I've continued my grind on Pokemon Shield, and I'm definitely not even close to tired of the game yet. Um, I learned this week how to reset for um, Gigantamax Pokemon and reset raids and also um, reset for EVs and stuff like that. So it's been a lot of fun um, getting some competitive Pokemon together. I do have... Um, a full team of six together. I don't know if it's a team of six that I would go into a tournament with. Right. Because there's some pretty uh, striking weaknesses. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, so it's it's not necessarily a good competitive team, but I do have six competitive Pokemon together. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also our, our draft league, um, the draft started up this week. For that, um, me and Casey and a bunch of people that we know, well, about eight guys, or not guys even, but, right. but eight people that we know um, are doing a, um, a draft league that Casey kind of wanted us to do here. So that'll be that'll be fun. We're in the process of drafting as we speak. So, this is true. Um, but yeah, the game is still um, a lot of fun, um, even when I don't really have anything to do you know as far as my tasks go i've i've done everything i completed post game all that stuff Mm -hmm. um and so now it's just pretty much grinding for stuff and it's still a lot of fun i'm about i'm just over halfway to completing the pokedex to get that uh shiny charm to really start uh start the shiny hunting so that'll be fun um casey why don't you let everybody know where you're at um, so I actually just finished up the I finished up the main story. I beat the champion. I think it was Tuesday night, maybe, and um, it might not have been Tuesday night. Um, and then I beat the full game um, last night. I or you know I got I got to the through the post game stuff and whatnot last night. <clears throat> so now I'm to the point where I just gotta. The only thing I have left to do besides just start grinding is um, I gotta beat the battle tower six times so I can get the IV. 
um, thing where you right. can check IVs on Pokemon. But at that, yep. I'll probably do that here today uh, and get that all taken care of. Um, but yeah, so I think so. I we were able to both pretty much beat the game. Yeah, at least the main part of the game. Um, so I figured this would be a good time to maybe kind of give our official review on it. Mm-hmm. What? So obviously we've talked about it for the last couple of weeks since it came out. Everybody knows that we pretty much enjoyed it. Oh yeah. Um, so like I think one thing that we should really go over is what is like the final verdict what are our thoughts on it what is it compared to other pokemon games mm-hmm. and what do we look for for improvement going forward are they gonna if they give out patches for the game itself which i'm not sure how much nintendo's right. really gonna do with that mm-hmm. um or going forward with new games released for the switch if there are more games right. released on the switch with this yep yeah so i mean i've you know been on record saying that i did not have very high hopes going into this game um, and that was mostly due to the marketing mm-hmm. um, by Nintendo and uh, and stuff like that. And so I I had low expectations, probably a little lower than most. So I mm-hmm. was I am more easily impressed, I will say. Um, so my my view might be a little jaded in that aspect, but um, overall, I absolutely love the game. Mm-hmm. It's it's skyrocketed, you know, to, I'd say, you know, my, one of my top five favorite Pokemon games, if, if not probably number two behind, Mm -hmm. um, Ruby that came out, um, back when we were kids and it's, it's just been nothing but fun playing through this game. Mm -hmm. You know, the quality of life adjustments that they've made so far have been, you know, absolutely it's just been great. It's I've had such a good experience. Um, the whole part that allows me to make a competitive Pokemon in 45 minutes, I love. Because that was always kind of the thing that deterred me from playing competitive VGC. Mm-hmm. Is that, well, I don't want to sit there and grind, you know, EV train and hatch eggs and all that stuff. I didn't want to do that. I didn't have time for it. Right. You know, it's a huge time commitment. And now it's like that's not even a viable excuse anymore. Like mm-hmm. you have the time for it. It's super easy. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So, um, so yeah, as far as just overall, um, reaction, I'd say, you know, I really don't have anything negative to say, um, other than me being nitpicky, um, yeah. on things. So, and we can, we can go over that here in a minute, but what was, what was your overall? I, I did really enjoy it as well. Um, it's, it was kind of the first time I dove back into a Pokemon game in some time. I think the last one that I played all the way through was, um, Omega Sapphire. Or Alpha Sapphire. Alpha Sapphire. Yep. That's the last one that I actually played all the way through. And that one was more of just like a walk in the park. Cause it was a copy of Sapphire. Right, from we before, knew that. So we knew that game. Anyway. I knew where <laughs> I knew everything going. In. I mean, obviously they changed a little bit of stuff, adding in the mega evolutions and, right. um, whatever. But, uh, so that was kind of the last one that I really... Uh, kind of dived into. I didn't play um, X or Y. I didn't play um, Sun or Moon. Unfortunately, I just I, <laughs> I actually got Casey. I had got, a copy. I had a copy of Moon, and it actually never even got opened because I did, it was just one of those things where I didn't have the time to get into it. Right. Um, and it, well, and just, it was it was kind of you know a an old song at that point. Yeah. You know, it was yeah. one that you are you. There was gonna be nothing new for you, mm-hmm. other than the Pokemon, and that was like. During that time, we were really, you know, that was kind of around when we started playing, 
like yeah. TCG again and got into that. So it's like, well, we can pretty much keep up with it via the yeah. TCG. And yeah. So, I mean, I got Sun and played through the main story of the game, and that was it. Yeah. Like, I didn't do anything else. Yeah, and, like, from what I know of the game, is like, it was just a, a lot different from other Pokemon games where there wasn't gym, there wasn't, right. like, the yeah, gym ladder, really like and there that. wasn't the uh, Pokemon League, Elite Four, and, like, it was just a lot different. And for me, I was just like, that's that's not a Pokemon game to me. I mean, it, I, right. from everybody did pretty much like it, I think, mm-hmm. but it just wasn't what I yeah, really was wanted right. to get into. Um, so it was the first time that I had kind of dove back into a game in quite some time. So it, uh, being able to dedicate the time to it, it took probably more time for me than um, what it probably should have to get through some stuff. But right, yeah, um, it was it was a lot of fun. I I really enjoyed it. It was definitely um, I think you you said the quality of life improvements were mm-hmm. huge. So right, that was, absolutely. You can access your box from pretty much everywhere, which yep. is you know you. It's one of those things where when you're playing a game that doesn't have that, you're like, why can't I just like go and like get the Pokemon I want right here? But you just get used to it because that's Pokemon. And now that you like can do it, it's like, whoa, this is way nice. Yeah. And then, um, the quality of life improvement, I think I liked the most was they took away HMs. Yep. Which is just huge because not only were you having to waste the slot for an attack on a Pokemon for, yep. I think out of, out of all of the HMs, there was like two that were, yeah, decent. waterfall. <laughs> I, well, I guess three: waterfall, dive, and surf were okay yeah, attacks. Pretty much, right? Everything else was pretty subpar. Strength was okay at times. Yeah, yeah. But other than that, there really wasn't. You know, they weren't good out unless you were using them outside of battle. So, right. um, being able to take away that and just kind of go away from that, there was no paths blocked by a small branch right. that you had to cut down um, yep. you didn't have yeah to i definitely to didn't to miss that <laughs> yeah so it, it that that was a huge quality of life improvement i think that's really big because then you're able to focus more on making sure that your pokemon had all the attacks that you needed you didn't have to worry about oh i gotta make sure i have something that can fly on my team um or anything like that so that was really cool um yep so yeah yeah quality of life improvements were a huge thing with this and then <coughs> uh moving on to uh what we can what like i think like they need to like capitalize on and move forward i mean the wild area was amazing oh my gosh it's like if they could incredible. like i can see they're gonna I, for next games if they continue on with games on the switch they're definitely gonna have to have more stuff oh, yeah. like that and maybe you know the next one maybe has two separate areas that are mm-hmm. like a wild area i mean this one like the wild area was huge and like there was basically two separate sections for it right um but i can see them doing doubling down on that and making it more about that right i'm um, kind of diving a little bit more into that and then the um raids the max raid battles were pretty cool um yep. it was kind of like they, they did a good job of kind of borrowing from uh pokemon go taking the raid idea and you know bringing it into the uh main uh gen games right. which is really cool and as a lot of fun you know we can sit around and we can jump online and yeah, you know, do a raid and it like the leveling. You know, you can they mm-hmm. give you the XP candies that can make sure that whatever you catch is gonna be viable right away. You don't have to be like, oh great, I caught this. It's only level forty. Everything I have is level eighty, and 
Now I gotta right. sit there yep. and grind to get it up there. It's like, nope, you just give it a pile of candies and it's gonna get yep. pretty dang close. Just so. shove all these candies down its throat. Just shove all the good. candies down its throat. <laughs> so I, I like that. Yep. Um the ray I mean the ray battles themselves are cool. The cinematics behind them oh, is yeah. just yep. awesome. Um I really like that. And you can find some pretty strong Pokemon doing it as well. Oh yeah, for so that's sure. really cool too. So yep. yeah, as far as going forward, um, you know, it would not shock me now after seeing um you know what this wild area is in in its entirety and hearing the reviews you know online from you know the people that i know you know i've know probably a hundred people that have the game and i think everybody is pretty much in unison in saying the wild area is phenomenal and it's yeah. it's one of the best things if not the best thing pokemon has ever done in a pokemon game Mm -hmm. and so looking forward i would not be shocked if we don't see just a straight open world explorer pokemon game at some point whether whether it be the third um version in the sword and shield era or you know i don't know what their plan is if they're going to come out with the third one or if they're going to do what they did in sun and moon and just do like a a different version of the same game yeah if they if they don't just say all right guys this is what you want it's open world go at your own pace you know you get a map you know where the towns are you Mm -hmm. can take them on in any order yeah you know that kind of thing it would not shock me now yeah but going in i'd be like yeah no way they're gonna do that it's yeah pokemon's linear (laughs) right um yeah and so i mean so here's here's my hope for the future so something that we've always seen is for with each uh console generation we see a remake from a previous generation oh yeah so in um the ds we had the remake of uh gold and silver and heart gold and soul silver yep and then in 3ds we had the remake of ruby and sapphire so now that we're onto the switch we should have a remake of Diamond, Diamond and, Pearl, and Pearl, which yep. would be absolutely amazing. So that would be really cool. So ha- fingers crossed for an announcement of that coming forward because that would be just absolutely phenomenal for me. Right. Um, as, a, as a fan, like the Diamond and Pearl games were close to my favorite games. So right. um, that would be really cool. I love Gen 4. That's probably it's probably my favorite generation, maybe tied with Gen <laughs> 3. So um i don't know this new generation is pretty cool too there's some pretty cool yeah, Pokemon I, in this I, new generation too and i so. think that that's a big part of it too is yeah. why we enjoy this is because the new pokemon designs are actually very good you know none of them seem super lazy um you know and without nitpicking you know the new pokemon as a whole i think are very well done yeah and it's it's just still shocking that pokemon undersold this product to us a, a little bit i i mean i think they did a good job with as far as marketing goes um they they want they they did a little bit more of the um the secret box um, type delivery where they, you know, they gave you a couple of Pokemon they might not even have been the stage one or stage two of right. that or they might have been the stage two like they gave us Corviknight but they didn't give us right uh, we had no it, idea if it was we had a, no idea that yeah. it was a stage two or anything mm-hmm. like that so that was, that was really cool they did a good job with that they only gave us like what maybe 15 Pokemon from the new generation yeah and I then don't remember what the a, number was and then they confirmed a few older mm-hmm. generation ones uh, going yeah. forward and then as the game got closer then they started revealing a little bit more but for the most part there's right. a lot of ones that like, I'd run into I'd be like oh what's that I didn't even see that like, right. there was quite a few that 
um, I didn't know going into it. So that was really cool. Right. Um, I like that a lot. So I, I don't think it was like a, as a total, like, oh, we aren't going to market it because we're, we don't believe in it or anything like that. I think that right. they did a good job marketing it. It was just, they wanted to keep the secret yeah. kind of going and a little may- bit too. And maybe that was their, that was their direction all along was to, you know, not give away too much, play the cards close to the vest, that mm-hmm. kind of thing, and say, we're going to really, like, make you have to explore and figure out what this is for yourself. You know, and maybe that's, you know, it worked on me, obviously. So yeah. so, so it was uh, it was, it was was good, yeah. you know. I think uh, overall review for me, um, if you're giving it stars, um, everybody gives it out of five stars, I'd give it a four and a half out of five stars. You know, I'd, I'd give it, it's up there. There's obviously some stuff that right could be improved. Um, I right. mean, we're, we're playing it. The one thing I don't like, I mean, part of it, it's the console. Um, it only goes up to 720p as far as resolution right. goes. So yep. Yep. if you're not playing, if you're playing it on the big screen, you can definitely see the green yes. a little bit. And I didn't yep. really like that too much. It's still fun to play on the big screen. Um, mm-hmm. And then there, there was a little, there was some times where it just seemed like, okay, we're kind of just re we're kind of um trying to reinvent the wheel here like let's yeah let's keep let's keep things moving forward a little bit mm-hmm. um there's a little bit of that kind of stuff going on too as far as the story goes um, right so but other yeah. than that um the game's great yeah it is absolutely great yeah yeah i would i would definitely go four and a half because i do think that uh, a five star rating would be given to something that is perfect and by no means is this game perfect yet um i do believe that it could get there Mm-hmm. Um, as far as it being perfect, I know that people have found code for other Pokemon in this Pokemon game. Yeah. Um, and I think that in order to make this game perfect, you'd probably have to put all the Pokemon in it. Yeah. Which is another question I wanted to ask. Did you miss, um, some Pokemon in this game or did Yeah, you... I do. Um, yeah. there's definitely a few of them that it's like, okay, I, I think as far as like, if you have, you have the current gen starters in there. If you're going to include any other starters, like you can get a Charmander in the mm-hmm. game, I think you got to include all of them. Yeah. I think the starters fair. are something that you got to include in all games. I think there's certain legendaries that you kind of have to make sure are available in all games, like Mew and Mewtwo, I think probably should be available. Mew is. Mew is available? Yeah. Okay. Um, so I think I think those ones are ones that just because it just kind of sticks with the program, those ones should be available. Right. And then there's some other ones. You know, I, I'd love to see... Uh, some um different evolutions and stuff like that mm-hmm. pop up you know i'd love to see like a, an electrovere with um uh, that line the mag mortar line yeah would be pretty cool um salamence is one that i was surprised wasn't yeah. in there um it's kinda, i was you know, surprised it's, too actually it, it's that english um place that and, that, and metagross and metagross is another one so um i think yeah. you know we had that dragon gym so I, I was surprised that we didn't see Salem. Like Salem is one of the best dragon Pokemon out there. I'm surprised we didn't see that right. involved in there. So that was kind of a disappointment. Mm-hmm. I mean, at, um, there, there's a few in there that I'm definitely missing. Um, right. That I would really, really like to see. Um, Ampharos. Yep. Is another one that I would really like to see in there. Um, oh yeah. Uh, as far as Gen One goes, they actually had quite a few Gen One pokemon in there there's a couple that are missing i'm sure well, yeah. I, i'm sure if i looked at the list I'd be well, like, right oh, yeah, yeah we're it's missing like... this one we're missing this one but like they do have enough in there where it keeps you mm-hmm. pretty occupied so right not... yeah and that's kind of that's kind of where i sit on it too it's you know once you start thinking of all these pokemon that aren't in the game it's like oh yeah okay like mm-hmm. like these pokemon aren't here that kind of sucks but you know when you're playing through the game, there wasn't ever really a point where I was like, oh, wow, I don't have very many Pokemon to choose from. Mm-hmm. You know, it's always like, holy cow, like, 
there's another, you know, grass Pokemon that I can look at, or there's another rock Pokemon that mm-hmm. I can look at trying to use here. It's, I was never like, I never felt shorted, yeah. you know, but, but so, yeah, so that, so, um, going off on a long tangent there about how to make this game perfect. But, um, another way that I do believe that this game could be improved, um, is the whole online, you know, yes. system, the user yeah. interface of it. Not very user friendly. You can tell it wasn't designed by user interface people. It was just designed by the people who designed the game. Um, because, you know, there's been so many times where me and Lem are sitting next to each other and we can't find each other's raids. Yeah. And so it's like you got to be able to, you know, guarantee that that happens. And, you know, when I'm scrolling through a list of raids, you know, I click on something and it says, oh, this user's done searching. Well, then why is the stamp still uh, still on my yeah. on my feed? That kind of thing. Yep. You know, just to make that whole experience a little more seamless. Mm-hmm. I think that that could definitely be improved going forward. But I don't know if they will um, or if they can. You know, maybe they they made it, you know, as best they could. But yeah. Yeah, and I I think I remember at least something that was talked about when the game was marketed that uh, you're supposed to be able to kind of explore the wild area together with some people too. Right. And I'm I'm sure there's a way to do it, but it's not kind of it's not really shown to you how to do it. So it's you know it's up to us to kind of figure that out. And I think there's a little bit more of a learning curve there than there should be for figuring out just to you know join up yeah. with your friends. Right. Type yeah, exactly. Game. It's, it's not as easy as it should be. Right. You know? Yeah. And so, but yeah, so, but I don't want to, you know, make this seem like the game is bad be, by no. any means. No, you know, no those are, like we said, those we... are very, very nitpicky things yep. that we want changed. And so yep. overall, this game is incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, I would recommend it to everybody. Yeah. Even if you've never played a Pokemon game before, go and buy this game because you're going to really enjoy it and you're yeah. going to get, you know, immerse into this world of pokemon and have a really good time yeah it's a lot of fun all right uh switching course um i think so next week uh, captain kriegs hasn't had a chance to play fallen order yet so i think next week we'll talk a little bit more about that and we'll give a full review on fallen order then after he's gotten a chance to put a little bit of time into it and um yeah i'll be picking up the game this week for sure yeah so we'll uh we'll get some time and we'll talk about that we'll spend some time uh, reviewing that and letting everybody know our thoughts on that. Obviously, I've been playing a little bit, so I've let people know a little bit of it. But mm-hmm. uh, next week, Captain Creeks will be able to throw in a little bit more onto that. Um, last little note on video games. Anybody who is uh, a PlayStation Plus or Xbox Live Gold member, uh, the free games for December were announced. Um, and let's see... And on Xbox, um, you can download uh, Insane Robots and Toy Story 3, and then Jurassic World Evolution and Castlevania. Uh, Me- Castlevania Lords of Shadows, Mirror of Fate um, as well. Um, so they're they're throwing a bunch at you for Xbox uh, Gold members <coughs> or um, Game Pass Unlimited, or Ultimate members, not Unlimited. Uh, and then PlayStation uh, Plus subscribers, you get Titanfall 2 and Monster Energy Supercross starting December 3rd. Titanfall 2, um, that's from uh, Respawn, who actually were the developers behind Jedi Fallen Order as well. Uh, and Titanfall 2 is a fantastic uh, game if anybody who's a fan of shooters and wants something a little bit different compared to what 
you've played before you're kind of sick of the call of duty experience anything like that titanfall 2 is really awesome and it had titanfall 2 has a very awesome story as well it's really yeah. short but it's very very awesome yeah. so i recommend that to anybody as well yeah i was thinking when i saw that i was like oh i gotta mention to kc that i should or ask him if i should download that and we could we could play that online because we haven't played a, a first uh shooter in a while um but i was also gonna say that we might end up playing Star Wars Battlefront here, uh, leading up to Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, we'll probably dive back into that a little bit. <laughs> yeah, um, just just because those games are are so much fun. <laughs> yeah, no, they're, they're fun. I know everybody kind of has a little bit of their own critiques on them and stuff like that. And I have the same critiques as well, but that doesn't yep. mean I still don't enjoy a little bit of Star Wars action once oh in a while. Oh my gosh! Right. <laughs> yep. Uh, but yeah, we'll switch gears and we'll talk some movies here right after this. <laughs> All right, guys, so we're back here ready to talk about some movies and TV shows and anything else that we watched this week. I know I've had um, a bit of time to sit down and, and watch some things that I've been wanting to um, that I haven't had time before that, I, and I know Casey has too. Um, first things first, we'll start with kind of the random stuff that we've watched this week. I know I kind of found myself with some time. You know, I scrolled through Disney Plus um, and found some things to watch. I watched Hercules, the Disney movie, because that's one of my favorite Disney movies. Mm-hmm. Um, watched that here with Goose. That's one of his as well, and he wanted to watch that. So we watched that. Really great movie. Um, and then we also watched, what else did we watch? Zootopia. Um, Mama Goose wanted to, or didn't hadn't seen that. And, uh, and so we, we decided to watch that, um, got a chance to sit down and watch Avatar again, Mm -hmm. which is an absolutely incredible movie. And the whole time I was like, I can't believe this movie looks as good as it does, even though it came out when it came out compared to nowadays. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's, I mean the story, everybody kind of, that's like the biggest critique of the movie is that that they kind of take away from the story and sell story for amazing mm-hmm. graphics and all that stuff which it, it does um but it's still just it's a, it's really a technical masterpiece yeah and it holds even after 10 years all of that stuff holds up today like right. it's it's pretty cool exactly um so yeah so i got to watch those um casey what did you get to get a chance to watch this week uh let's see what did we what were we watching yesterday it was a pixar movie i mean we watched the toy story movies on oh Disney yeah Plus. that's right you we said sat that. down and watched all of those um, and then we watched um, Coco yesterday um, for we had um, her dad over for Thanksgiving with him and uh, uh, we put Coco on and we watched that and that's yeah. that's a pretty good movie um, I like it so th- that's kind of okay. what we watched other than that um, I've been catching up on some shows that I've kind of fallen behind on I'd yeah. fallen behind a little bit on South Park so I caught up on that oh yeah um yeah I've been keeping up to date on that so, pretty good this season uh, and is, then I, is yeah uh, this the last couple episodes are pretty good they're pretty spot on with some of the stuff they're they're always good they yeah. let, let's be honest they're always good they'll they always they have a they have a line directly to um the funny that's they, for sure they, they seriously they, they do, do a and it's, job. And it's, you know, a lot of people say that, oh, that's stupid. South Park is stupid. It's a stupid cartoon. Well, I'm here to tell you that South Park is easily the smartest show on television. They're they're definitely up there. They 
they know exactly who they're making fun of and they make sure that whoever they're making fun of can understand that they're making fun of them yes if everybody else doesn't understand that that's fine it's not yep. it's not meant for you to understand it's meant for everybody else or it's yep. meant for that target audience that's being made fun yep. of to know that they are being Absolutely. made fun of yeah it's um, it's a so great show they do a good job with that i get it i get a good kick out of that um other than that uh we haven't really done too much as far as movies go or anything like that it was okay uh, but i think we, we talked about it last week we had just seen frozen 2 yep so that came out um knives out did come out this weekend that was kind of the one that i uh, was kind of big i think frozen 2 is gonna blow it out of the water as far as box I, office goes i would because certainly it's, think so it's definitely on a roll um and then that ford versus ferrari movie is out as well that yeah uh, is getting some pretty decent numbers on the box office as well did they release what frozen did opening weekend uh they did i think it was somewhere around 400 million overall worldwide something was like it? that yeah uh, a little over like between 100 and 200 for domestic wow so pretty good um one of the best openings of in november one of the best animated openings of all time yada 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 all these movies seem to break records every time they come out and it seems like a new record is broken so they do a good job 127 million yeah. uh domestic about 400 yeah. worldwide so that's yep. that's pretty dang good yep so it's it's gonna keep rolling pretty much i think that one's gonna just gonna kind of roll up to um jumanji the next level comes out on the 13th mm-hmm. um the first jumanji movie or not the first one the sequel that came out in uh at the end of december of last year um did a pretty good job it kind of stuck with um star wars mm-hmm. the last jedi as that rolled through theaters and uh yep. people uh, really enjoyed it seeing uh the rock and kevin hart and jack black they all do a great job in that movie anybody who hasn't seen yep. um that movie it's and karen very, gillian and karen gillian um so they, they do a really good job and the next this new one comes out on the 13th so expect that one to uh, make a little bit of money there yep um yeah i did actually get a chance to watch um the force awakens and the last jedi this yeah, week too nice. so that was that was and i just i even texted you um when i was watching the force awakens i said i wish i could go back and watch this movie for the first time again yeah just yep. because it's it, uh, so incredible it, it really it is um after watching it a few times though you start to pick up on a little bit of right you know, yeah but but yeah to go back and get that feeling of sitting down in the theaters after 10 plus years of right. not being able to watch a star wars movie in theaters or a new yeah. star wars movie in theaters um that was definitely really really cool yeah so being able to go back and do that would be mm-hmm. definitely up there um but yeah, so that's that's kind of leading up here. This coming, there's not much in December for movies coming out until Jumanji Next Level comes out on the 13th, as well as Uncut Gems, which is the new movie with uh, Adam Sandler in it. Uh, and people are really uh, talking about how good he does in this movie, and that there's definitely some awards potential with his performance there. Good so people him. are talking about that movie a lot. Um, I don't expect it to make a bunch of money, but anybody right. who's a fan who's an awards hawk or anything like that, um, right. That's definitely uh, one to keep an eye on. It's usually not our cup of tea. <laughs> usually not. Um, you know, I'll wa- those are the kind of movies that I'll watch when they come out onto a streaming service. I'm not right. going to yep. you know, go out of my way to. Uh, Star Wars Rise of Skywalker obviously comes out on the 20th. Um, yep. So people are going to want to see that. Yeah, get your tickets now. Yep. I'll probably be picking up ours this week. That's probably a good idea because it's it, – I – 
I'm going to be very interested to see what pre-sale for this movie does. It's, I, I think it's either going to be huge. It's going to be the biggest pre-sale that Star Wars has ever done, or it's going to be nothing. I think it'll, of, it'll be good. It'll you be think good. so? Yeah, it'll it'll be yeah. fine. It's not going to put up um, endgame pre-sale ticket well, numbers. no. But nothing ever is going to put I think up those kind of numbers again. It's going to be one or the other, though. It's There's going to be no in-between with this one, yeah. I think. I think that the Star Wars community is pretty divided. Yeah. And is slowly gathering more and more fans because of The Mandalorian. Yeah. So I think that it's... I do think it's going to be the biggest pre-sale in Star Wars history. I th- just yeah, because definitely of the Mandalorian. Star Wars history, for sure. But... It I could see it also n- flopping. Uh, I mean the mo- the movie it's not the movie's not going to flop. The movie's no. going to make a billion dollars. Yeah, that's pretty much guaranteed. Um, it doesn't have much for competition coming after it. I mean Jumanji will still be in theaters, so some families will be going to see that. Um, the only other competition it really has coming after that, um, on the twenty seventh we have nineteen seventeen, which is that uh, World War One movie. With that's directed by Sam Mendes, and it's edited and shot to look like it's one continuous shot. Oh, that's right. It actually does look pretty good. Another one that's got some major awards potential, but I don't see that one being any like box office threat to a movie like Star Wars. No. And then also Spies in Disguise, which is that animated spy movie with oh, um, yeah, Will, Smith Will Smith and Tom Holland. Yeah, I believe that I'll be uh, roped into seeing that one. I'll probably, so. I'll probably go and see that one as well, but... Um, Which, I mean, it does look entertaining. Yeah. Will Smith is so a that, great actor. That kind of rounds out the rest of the year as far as movie releases. Um, and I pretty much I expect um, Frozen to take the box office until Jumanji, and then Jumanji will have that week, and then it'll probably split some with Rise of Skywalker. With um, I, I, I can honestly see both Jumanji and Rise of Skywalker making close to a billion dollars because the holiday season has become a major box office. Right. Um, boxing ring at this yeah, point, you know, especially sure. after um, two years ago when the first Jumanji and Star Wars: Last Jedi, right, uh, kind of, yeah, that's true. Did the same thing. I think both of them ended up making close to a billion. I know mm-hmm. Last Jedi made over a billion dollars. I think uh, the first, that Jumanji movie was close to a billion, like nine eighty or something like that. So, yeah. pretty yeah, good. Uh, pretty good uh, movies coming out here towards the end of the month. Plenty to keep people mm-hmm. um, talking, um, but. Enough about movies, and we can talk about the latest episode of The Mandalorian, Chapter 4. Yeah. It was called Sanctuary. Yeah. Yeah, and it was actually our longest episode It was. Um, so uh, I think last week I had already talked about my pretty much one of my only criticisms mm-hmm. of the show was how short the episodes were. Um, this one ended up coming in at about 40 minutes. Um, so. a, little, a little longer than 40 minutes, I think, mm-hmm. um, which is good. That's a good sign. Um, right. It was directed by um, Bryce Dallas Howard. Yeah, I was. I did not cool. know that she was directing an episode of this. I was pleasantly yeah. surprised when I saw her name pop up afterwards. Yeah, um, I knew that she was directing an episode, and then she supposedly there's at some point she'll be playing a character as well. I don't oh, know really? If it'll be like an alien character, like um, right? Covered up. Yeah, I, I think all of the directors are also playing a character at some point. Oh, that's you know, way like, cool. Um, Taika Waititi's directing yeah. an episode, and he played IG in the first right. episode. Um, John Favreau, I think he's at least directing one episode, and he wrote the thing, and he obviously plays um, right. the Mandalorian in right. episode three there. So, um, yeah, so that was really cool. Um, it was kind of a uh, one of the things 
Um, it doesn't really do too much as far as progressing the story. Right, yeah. Which is okay. It's um, kind of a story within a story kind yeah, of right so, uh, for this one. So we have the uh, classic, oh, my village is being attacked by raiders. <laughs> right, yep, can, yep. Can you help me? We have some money, but not a lot. No, I'm not helping you. That's not enough money. Okay, I'll help you. Well, I did. I did kind of like it. So the way that they did it there, um, you know, we're just continuously getting this Mandalorian flushed out. Oh, you know, yeah, and he's becoming sure. more and more human to us. Yes. And I think that it, you know, I said after the last episode that he got flushed out a lot because we saw him go back for the baby Yoda creature. Yeah. But in this episode, it's like tenfold. Yeah. He gets flushed out because mm-hmm. he, you know kind of the the vibe he gave off was you know lone wolf stay away from me i'm doing my job i'm getting my money and i'm leaving Mm -hmm. well now he happens to come to this place where there's a village that's getting attacked and he gets asked to help because Mm -hmm. he's a mandalorian with shiny brand new mandalorian armor right and so he looks badass and he said no and they were like well we have some money Guess where, and then he said no again. He's like, and so they they played the guilt card and said, well, I guess we'll walk all alone back to our village in the middle of nowhere. Right. <laughs> and yeah. and so he's like, well, give me the money and I'll help or whatever. And then he actually took that money and paid somebody else, right, Cara uh, Dune, yep. to help. And I think Cara Dune is going to be playing more of a role than yeah, just this I one episode so in this series. Um, she looked phenomenal on screen. She did a really good job. We found out that she's a former shock trooper. Oh, yeah, former rebel shock trooper. And then we actually hear her talking a little bit about, like, she she mentions uh, the Battle of Endor yep. and how that then after they had to do, start doing cleanup stuff that her, like, group was the ones that they would send in if they didn't want to. Yeah, you know, if they didn't want to make a mess of things, like, they went to yep. kind of clean up the mess. So she was obviously a very well-trained and skilled yeah. um soldier uh yep. so that that was really cool and then obviously she's a she was a guild member because he mentions that right and so that's why he he noticed her right away and he was worried that she had a tracking fob to try right. and track down the Siota creature right yep um so that was pretty cool and we got to see her and she and you know she she kind of she kind of um wasn't afraid to talk to the mandalorian our our Mandalorian right, right. Uh, main character she wasn't yep. afraid to kind of say hey you know why aren't you you know what says that you got to do things this way you know right. that kind of yeah. thing so that was really cool um we had a little bit of a time jump um just in the dialogue yeah, between that's her and true. the mandalorian yeah, she I noticed talks that. about how they had been there for a couple of weeks after this yep. after they took care of the raiders um we had a call back to the empire with an atst coming through that was pretty cool I, yeah i know i kind of um, expected that because when yeah. they when they first show the village getting raided at the beginning yeah, of the episode you, the, you see the yeah well, the sound and the sight of the bolt the laser bullets that that show up it's like okay well that's some sort of bigger gun yeah it's probably yeah. attached to an atst <laughs> yeah so that that was pretty cool and they talk about um, the best way to take one of those out. So that was always that was really cool. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was it was a really cool episode. Um, nice and you know, I, it was a great length. Um, very well acted, very well written, everything. Um, and then at the end, you know, he was planning on leaving this uh, baby Yoda species there because it'd be safe for him. And he, you know, he was starting to get along with the kids. The kids right. were loving him. He was being able to play. He was actually able to be a kid. Right. Um, and then obviously we have a 
some sort of bounty hunter show up Wicket. with a tracking fob. Yeah, it looks. Like, well, it, we um, don't know if it was Wicket, yeah, but I, it was. I don't think it was. It was that species. That so, species. Um, so we have yeah. them show up with a tracking fob, and uh, before he Cara Dune to the rescue, Cara Dune takes him out. Um, and then it's like, okay, yep, he's definitely not going to be safe there. He's going to be safer right. no matter what with the Mandalorian and their. And the question that everybody has after that is how long can they go before another right. tracking fob finds them? You know, exactly. those tracking fobs just, they start beeping more and more as they get closer to their target. So yep. it'll be interesting to see their way around that and how much uh, in the story that is going to progress yeah. things. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Uh, for a half second, so we kind of see like a little bit of a love interest for the Mandalorian, I a little guess. Bit, yeah. Um, you know, where he, you know, this... Um, the single lady in the village, you yeah, know, the she's, widow. She, yeah, widow. That's what it was. Um, you know, she kind of tries to convince him to stay. And even Cara Dune says, you know, like you could stay with that lovely widow and have a life and have a family. And, you know, instead of always, you know, getting into trouble and stuff mm-hmm. and he agrees, he doesn't even like disagree. He's like, yeah, that would be. That would be nice. And even when he's talking to her, she's like, you could stay here. You know, we'd have a good life. And he's like, yeah, I would, you know. And I thought for half a second that she was actually going to take his helmet off because she asks him, you know, why don't you take your helmet off? And he's like, because I can't show my face and all this stuff. And she's like, well, how long has it been? He's like, since I was a child is the last time I took my helmet off in front of somebody. Right. And so she. And so, and he said, I can't put it back on once I take it off. It's not allowed. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, holy cow, we're going to see Pedro Pascal's face, which, yeah, I, I think which we'll, would be weird. We will, we will at some point in the series. I do think so, um, too. You know, it's, it's not like they're, you know, they're not just like hiding him or anything like that. Right. And, um, obviously, things are a little bit different now with him on the run. Obviously, his other Mandalorian brethren kind of helped him out. Right. Um, so he still is loyal to their ways. Yep. Um, we have a great new Star Wars line of this is the way. Yep, this is, is the way. Which is really cool. Yeah, um, I do like it. Yeah, between between this is the way and I have spoken, those are, yeah. the, those yeah, are the two lines that kind of stick out for the series so far. But yeah, it's it this the series has been great. Um it's it's definitely it's meeting my expectations for oh, it. Yeah. Um hopefully they kind of keep forward with the longer episodes and maybe we'll even see like a super long episode at the end of the season. I don't remember how many episodes I said. I think it was eight. Yeah, I think that was it. So I think we, I think we get the last episode the week of, um, rise of Skywalker or the week after. I don't yeah. remember. So, uh, we only have a few, we, I mean, it's, it's going to seem like kind of short lived cause we only have a few more weeks to go, but it's been very good. Um, I, hopefully Disney plus is able to have something else coming out not too long after otherwise i feel like they're gonna start to lose people because a lot of people were getting disney right Plus yeah, for this yeah. series specifically so yeah they'll have to they have can, something uh, something else yeah. to keep people hooked yep but, hopefully they can get that going um but other than that it's been it's been awesome yeah this um, show is the performances so have been great the writing's been great i mean mm-hmm. john favreau the the greatest nerd of us all is i know i was awesome. i was i was thinking of it as i was watching that i'm like you know is John Favreau considered the king of the nerds now? I mean, he's getting there. Like he's, he's got to be he's right up there. He like if if I had, if we had to pick a representative, John Favreau. Yeah. He's, he's. I think he's it would be my... John Favreau and then Kevin Feige, right after him. Yeah, John. I mean, it's between John Favreau, James Gunn. Oh um, yeah, James Gunn's a good one too. You know, 
those those guys that they they do these movies and stuff and these shows because they not only because obviously they're getting paid a bunch of money to do them but because they also enjoy right the content you know James Gunn is a huge nerd and he loved the Guardians right. of the Galaxy and he was able to make it kind of his movie mm-hmm. you know now he's going on to Suicide right. Squad as well um, and then John Favreau was always a huge Star Wars fan and a big yep. Star Wars nerd and he also was the one who helped bring yeah. in the MCU yeah you know, it's like they they want to see what happens next just as much as exactly. we do it's they, so funny they're as big of nerds about it as we are and that's yep. that and you can tell by the quality and the right the workmanship that they yeah put in and absolutely whatnot. and it's definitely noticeable compared to just you know some big name director who well yeah they directed these really cool dramatic movies but what do they know about comics what do they right. know about science fiction what do they know about the full story right you know, yeah that kind of stuff so uh, it's really cool, and uh, and we'll keep talking about it as long as these episodes keep coming out and they keep being good. And oh yeah, uh, once the once this first season wraps up, then we'll obviously do a nice. Maybe we'll dedicate some time for a nice review of that as well, and make sure. Um, and then talk about. We'll talk about what we expect to see going forward on that aspect as well. Yeah, absolutely, and I also think that we'll probably have a. Uh, a full episode dedicated to uh, Rise of Skywalker review yes. as well. Yep, and so, we'll pr- we'll probably do that one. I'm thinking we might do a like kind of a pretty in depth breakdown of that one. Yeah, because I'm kind of I'm really looking forward to yeah, that. Yeah, we'll we'll get that one. We'll try and get that out as soon as as soon as possible going forward. But up up until that point, um, if there's anything anybody wants us to talk about, you can always let us know. Give uh, Captain Kriegs a shout out on Twitter um, yep. and let us know what we. What do you want us to talk about? What we should be watching? What we should be playing? Absolutely. But you got anything else this week? I got nothing else this week. Yeah. Short week, shorter pod. Um, thanks, everybody, for sticking around. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, everyone.